Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Do you struggle with getting your message in front of the right people? I don't mean figuring out which of the many social media channels to be out there. Whenever you have a new offer or a new opportunity or even a new resource that you really want to share with your community, do you struggle with getting your community to actually open your emails? I have created a really awesome in-depth workshop where we'll go through exactly how you can use a welcome series. It's a series of five to seven emails that people get when they first join your list that creates a curated customer experience and leads to higher engagement rates, higher conversion rates, and higher open and click rates. You can join me and grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. If you've ever wanted to create an engaged community that you know is going to be more eager to open your messages, learn about your offerings, and of course, expand the audience in which see your offer and have the opportunity to invest their time, energy, resources, and money with you. This is definitely an option for you to get those welcome series written. So this three-hour workshop will be a get-it-done style, training, time to write, and time to get feedback. Grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Audience Converter podcast for community leaders. I'm your host, Kimberly Whitecamp, a marketing strategist and copywriter and creator of the Audience Conversion Method, which is all about what does it really take to guide your new subscribers and prospects from strangers to loyal fans, all about converting your audience. And today we are continuing our series on the Strangers to Loyal Fans series. If you are wanting to catch up, we've talked about creating the right lead magnets, choosing and creating the right landing pages, and the importance of a nurture sequence. And now we are diving into welcome sequences today. So do be sure to check out those past episodes for the Strangers to Loyal Fans volumes. And today we're talking about welcome series. Now, before we dive too deep into a welcome series and what that is and what it does for people, I just want to remind everyone out there that your lead generation is more than just a bunch of numbers. Remember that every single person who signs up for your list is an individual. They have their own hopes, goals, dreams, and desires, and you can't just look at them as if they're a bunch of numbers. I know a lot of times people will say the phrase, you know, marketing is a numbers game. It's all about how much traffic and how much people you have and then your conversion numbers. But I also want to really make the distinction that marketing is simply you putting your message in front of the people who are already looking for your help. And yes, if you reach more of those people, obviously you have a huge potential and a much bigger opportunity for you to convert those people. But remember that these are individuals. While there might be people who join your list and stick around for three and a half years before getting ready to work with you, there are tons of people who are in that position right now of, I'm looking for help. I want some help. And your help is potentially the help that I need. 
So I talk about a welcome series instead of what some people call it, which is an indoctrination series or an onboarding sequence or a lead generation conversion sequence. There's all kinds of different terms out there. And I call it a welcome series because I view it as welcoming each of these subscribers into my community, into my email list, and building the low like and trust factor from those first few messages. We talked a little bit about a nurture sequence in the last episode of this series and why those are incredibly important to make sure that people actually use your gifts. Then we also briefly touched on a welcome series. Now, the welcome series is after somebody has that gift. They've gotten the gift, they've used the gift, they've heard about the gift, and now it's time for you to open the doors just a little wider, no matter what it is that they came in with. No matter what lead magnet or free gift or free video series, whatever you want to call it, they joined with, the welcome series is universal. It goes out to every single person who joins your list. And the purpose of the welcome series is to build that know, like, and trust factor faster, but it's also to guide people through a small taste of the experience of what it's like to work with you. Remember, these are people who've mainly only seen you once or twice before. Maybe they heard you on a summit. Maybe they saw your gift in a giveaway. Maybe somebody shared something that you liked or shared on social media, but these people don't necessarily know a lot about you. And that is where our welcome series comes in. There are a few purposes to a welcome series. Number one, first and foremost, is to guide people to becoming a part of your community in a deeper way, whether that's joining a paid community, booking a free call, booking a paid consult, you know, investing in your DIY course, whatever that looks like, you set your goal first. And that is the first part to a successful welcome series is you need to set what is your success metric? What does success And what does your end goal look like for your welcome series? Too often when we talk about email marketing, people get really caught up in the idea of what I like to call vanity metrics. And that's, oh, I have X number of subscribers. I have uh, a 10% open rate. I've got a 50% click-through rate, whatever your numbers are. At the end of the day, those numbers don't mean anything. What means something is your success metrics, such as I got 10 new people to book a free call with me, or I got 50 new people into my Facebook group this month, or I got uh, three new people to invest in the DIY version of the course. Those are what we call success metrics. That's what you're guiding people to once they join your list. So When you structure a welcome series, before you ever write a single email, you want to decide for yourself, what is my success metric? What will I be happy with? How will I know if this email series is working? And I recommend that you set these goals before writing anything and before getting really bogged down in the metrics because only you can define your success. And every person's business is a little bit different. So, Step number one is to choose your end goal and define your success metrics. Now, how do you structure your welcome series? I'm not going to give away all of the details. And uh, just in case you're interested, if you would like to write your welcome series, if you want to dive really deep into a welcome series and want to know 
more about it and how it could work for you, be sure to check out theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. That is a live three-hour workshop that I offer on a regular basis where we dive into what a welcome series is. We take breaks to actually write our welcome series. You'll get templates and, and outlines for each email in your series. And then we'll also come back and provide live feedback and peer review feedback on your emails so that you have something really excellent to walk away with. So do be sure to check out HTTPS colon slash slash or just start with theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop and you can sign up for the welcome series email workshop there. So what do you structure in a welcome series? What should you include? So let me just give you a really brief overview. The idea is they have come into your email sequence for something, right? They had an idea as to what they really wanted. It was a checklist. It was a video. But at the end of the day, ultimately what they wanted was the benefit. They wanted the win. What was the win that you were going to give them? That's what your nurture series does. Now it's time for you to let them get to know you a little bit better. And it's also time for you to start really building your credibility. So some of the things that you would really like to include in your welcome series include your origin story or your why I do what I do story is kind of what I like to call it. And basically that lets people peek behind the curtain. How did you get to be doing what you're doing? Oftentimes one of the first questions I ask of my guests on this podcast is tell me a little bit about your journey and why you do what you do. Because that's what's really interesting. That is an opportunity for a lot of people to resonate with who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Uh, oftentimes, you know, people buy from people. So it's not about, well, there's a thousand different coaches out there that can help me lose weight. What it's really about is I have a friend who was told at a young age that she had a, a lifelong disease and was never going to walk or run or swim. And now she is a fitness coach and she runs a community for busy women for 20-minute workouts. And let me tell you, she runs, she walks, she does it all. She's incredibly into fitness. So that is an interesting story. Or that's really resonant and relevant for somebody, for example, who maybe has a similar disease or has the same disease or has been told that they went through an injury and they're not necessarily going to be able to regain everything that they earned. So you want to be able to share your story because that's what's going to resonate with people. That can build camaraderie and it can build that know, like, and trust factor. Now, if you don't have an extreme story like that, that's okay too. Just tell people why you do what you do. I usually start my story with talking about how I had no job prospects because I was uh, graduating from university during the last recession. So I became an English teacher in Spain. And from that and from travel writing, I was able to enter the world of copywriting and why I did what I did and why my background is relevant to the world of copywriting. And people find that very interesting. In fact, I just received an email today with somebody who said she was so inspired by my story, she wanted to try her hand at writing her own. And she gave me her written story, which is just amazing and fantastic. So part of what you might want to include is your origin story. Another thing to include within your welcome series is resources point out to people that you have more than one resource. You are not a one-trick pony, right? You have so much information and so much knowledge and advice around the topic that you teach on that you've got all of these other resources you can point to. So consider what else is your most popular item, right? 
Lots of people come in with one of your free gifts. What is something else a lot of people find value in? For me, one of the things I offer is I point them to past podcast episodes because I get a lot of questions about, you know, how to structure an email sequence or uh, I don't have a website up yet. I'm really worried. Like, how can I get started in my business? And I can point people to past episodes that are really valuable for you no matter who you are. And you also want to invite them to be more involved in your world, whether that's following a podcast, following you on social media, joining your group, whatever that looks like. You want to invite people to become a deeper part of your community, right? We're all about building our community and email is only one touch point that we can have. So definitely take the time to invite them and let them know that, hey, there are other places you can hang out with me. Because at the end of the day, People can only know about what you tell them. So if you don't tell people that you offer workshops, they'll never know about it. If you don't tell people you have a Facebook community where you go live once a week with really valuable information, they won't know about it. If you never tell people that you offer consultation packages, so instead of buying an hour at a time, you can get a bulk discount for buying more than one, they won't know about it unless you tell them. So that same idea structure comes into play for your welcome series as well. Let people know where else they can interact with your community. Now, I get some people who say, you know, I want people to join my list and then I'm really ready for them to invest with me. And you know your audience best. One of the past attendees of my workshop said, you know, after somebody hears me speak, they're ready to invest. They're ready to buy. They need like another email or two and they're done. I said, okay, great. So the way you structure that is to always lead them to what that best next step is. For her, it was to sign up for her program. There are so many advantages to using a welcome series. And we've only scratched the surface on this. Other reasons to use this is it's a small taste of what it's like to work with you. It lets people know like, and trust you. It lets people get to know you a little bit better. It builds rapport and camaraderie with your, with your readers. And most importantly, it starts building the expectation that people want to open your messages. People want to click on your messages. And people should look forward to the content that you include in your messages. Because I've always said it's not just about the subject line. It's actually about the from line. When you become a trusted source in someone's inbox, when you become that person that people search for after a long weekend saying, oh, I've been out of the office for five days. Let me quickly skim my inbox. And they skim down and they see your name and they stop to then check the headline. That's the experience you want people to have. And it all starts by giving them valuable information within your welcome series. So remember, if you would like to learn more about welcome series and how to structure them and get some templates and detailed outlines on what to include, how to include them, get some dedicated time to write them, and of course, get live feedback, check out theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. This is one of my very favorite topics. You can find me talking about welcome series and the importance of welcome series on podcasts, on summits, across so many different channels because I love them and they're so valuable and so important to people. Part of my past with copywriting clients was I used to work in the travel software space and the normal buyer cycle used to be about 12 to 18 months, which meant as soon as somebody heard a company's name, it took them 12 to 18 months to be ready to buy from them. So that's a really long time to keep somebody engaged. And it's a really long time to keep somebody interested in hearing from you. So what I did was I helped some companies create welcome series for when they joined or when they met up with people at events or when they had a first onboarding call. And we were able to raise their open rates 
so much. In fact, sometimes my clients are able to get up to 80% open rates on their welcome series. If you get 80% of people who have already taken that first step to then continue reading your messages, just think about how many of those will still be around after those first few messages, right? The, the first hurdle for a lot of people is to get people to open your messages. And if they open two or three, they're going to continue opening more into the future. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. Remember, keep calm and write some emails. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.